Hello and welcome to episode 57 of First Frames First. Hello. So this week Jason and I went on a writer's retreat for 2.5 days. And we worked like it feels animals. Like three days. It does feel like three days. And we work like animals. And that's what we're gonna talk about. Our everyone. Beaut- our beautiful sexual script experience. We started to write our new horror film, The Glade. Enjoy the show. Who are we? Nobody's. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. <laughs> this guy's a fucking jerk. Uh, yeah. Okay. Welcome to uh, welcome to first frames first. My name is Adrian Constant. My name is Jason Green. What I'm gonna do today is try to look at you all as infrequently as possible because I'm driving. Because he's driving now. Please be aware that this episode, the audio in this episode, is not going to be uh, the best because we are in the car and we're just using the GoPro audio. Yeah. So we apologize for that and hopefully you can, you know. No need to apologize. Get used to it. The and video then last enjoy. time. Video last time was rough because we were inside of a sauna. With zero light. So this time the audio can be a little rough. We're not gonna give you two really great things at the <laughs> same time. Cause that's not how we roll. You know? So what right now we're actually driving back from the town of Maddock in Ontario. We were at a just a, a cottage on the water. Um, it was a very nice little cottage, and we just spent two and a half days, three days, just like writing, coming up with the coming up with the full story of the script. We had the concept coming in, we fleshed it out on the car ride in, and uh, then when we got there, we just we carded the whole story out. Well, let's, we refined, we refined. Let's. Let's slow it down for the audience. We're not doing a five-minute podcast here. Yeah, I was just giving an overview. Uh, well, but that's fine. Yeah, fair enough. Adrian, you've been wanting to do a writer's retreat for some time. Yeah. So, yes. Talk about this a little bit. Um, well, it was just... And, and I will say that when I first started in the film industry in Vancouver, I had this sort of nutty dream where you where we... And I actually called it Creative Cabin. I was young. But like um, you, where you would go away to like a, a cottage or a cabin on the water. You would build the idea and do all the creative stuff. Right. Then you would leave, make the movie, and then sell the movie, go and experience some life, and then come back to this to this cabin or this cottage, right? Repeat. Right. Yes. Right. Rinse, repeat. Yes, exactly. But it, it had everything in there because in when after you made the movie, and obviously in my in my in my delusional dream world, you would make enough money to go and do really exciting things and experience life, and you would bring those experiences back into the next 
something. The writing. Okay. Um, so I've, that has always been sort of in the back of my brain as something that would be a wonderful thing to do. Now a friend of mine has been talking, she's out of Vancouver and she's um, trying to become a writer too. And she spoke about writers retreats and the value of doing an intensive period of one single thing rather than trying to spread it out over a long period of time. And this to me sounded very appealing, especially with the two small girls, rather than writing half an hour every night for five months, right. you just go and you kind of crack the whip and, Immerse and yourself you, in you, it. you attack it and you see how far you can get. Right. If you can get a version that, a readable version by the end of that short period. So for me, um, a couple of years ago, I think, I, I can't remember if it was two or three years ago, mm -hmm. but um, this was, it felt like close to the beginning of something special with Black Fawn Films. Yeah. The guys out of Guelph. Um, I, think, I think maybe they were a movie in or two movies in, um, and then what I saw was on their social media, they were doing a writer's retreat where they went to, I, I kind of think that, I, I can't remember, but I kind of think that they just did like an all-inclusive resort in like Dominican or something, mm. but they brought their team and they sat in the sun, drank cervezas by the pool or whatever, checked out the beach and wrote, right? And again, it's not, it's not about when you do a writer's retreat, it's not about going out and experiencing all the stuff, but it's about hunkering down into one spot that's comfortable, um, you know, and, and I think I think the spot we had was pretty good because we were able to kind of move around the house a little bit and, and bounce in and out and stuff like that. But when I saw them doing that, I was, I remember mentioning to you, I was like, this is something that we have to think about for the future, you know, you, you get away. And so I suppose great minds think alike. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Totally. Now, I will say that when I started thinking about just going away for a short amount of time to try and bang out a script over a single period, I did not think about a cottage on the water. I remember there was a moment where, do you remember when we went and shot that screed rig video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we went down to Ottawa and shot uh, like a corporate video uh, for uh, my uncle, Darren. Um, for a new type of rake that he invented. You know what? You know what we should do? We should show people this video. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> we should totally push the rake, too. We should. We, we should actually do a podcast where we talk about the screed rake whole experience because that was pretty funny, too, actually. Um, and, it was, and it was a good time. But it, the one thing I remember was on the way down or back, one of the times that we went, um, we rented, like, a shit motel in Carlton which is which is about 30 minutes outside of Ottawa and uh, I remember you know we had this shitty hotel and I remember you being like yeah this is the type of shithole that we we just go to the edge of the city and get a shitty motel room with yeah. a coffee maker that's some it beers in the fridge yeah some a couple of snacks so you don't go hungry and then you just hunker in yeah because that and that that is exactly right initially I didn't think of a a cottage on the water I thought of like a motel room you put yourself in a position where the only thing you have to do yep. is right you're like well as well as all right like especially if you take away the internet yeah if you take away the internet you take away TV yep. somewhat 
So you're doing one thing. When we made the decision, what, what made us decide April? I think it was we said we would do it after we wrap shifted. Mm-hmm. After we wrap shifted, and before we had to break into uh, Artivate limbs again. Yeah. Or something. We had a window. We had a window of time, and I think. Yeah, we just, it seemed far enough out because we spoke about it in like November. Right. And we were like, when are we going to do this? And it was like, yeah, let's do it in April. Right. After shifted, probably. Yeah, after shifted. Yeah. Into, so it's not winter anymore. Right. Right, beginning of spring. So originally, I remember, I know you were thinking hotel room. I remember mentioning that to my wife. Like, Adrian wants to get a hotel room. And we're going to go right. And she was like, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what a She's joke, like whatever yeah. you guys want to do. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. But, <laughs> yeah. So I started thinking because I've done I've done Airbnb a couple times with with friends, um, and one of the times we went to Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is a, is like just mountains and trees everywhere, and we are, um, you know, the Fable Forest. So I was thinking, imagine if we could just go on the Airbnb website and hunt around and find a spot and part of the appeal of going to like Pennsylvania was it's a five or six hour drive mm-hmm. right and um, in my mind I was like we can leave in the morning or, or leave after work and we can drive for like five or six hours into the night and we can be like you know riding um, and then we'll stay there for a bunch of days and then we'll have this long drive back where we can again continue to do whatever um and that was kind of the approach we took but we just decided to leave uh leave america out of the equation this time yeah this we, round. we decided that three hours we would look three hours and if we could have, but and the border was just like adding time to the trips because because we did get whittled down a little bit initially we wanted we thought four days uh, but we did get whittled down a little bit due to my wife's work commitments, and so we totally. just had to. We just had to like we had we had we got what we got, and yeah. we uh, were machines. But I think the cool thing too is we were machines. It, man, yeah, holy, which we're gonna get into. So, and and I just want to say one thing. I so I went on a trip to the states with my wife and my girls, and we drove through Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and. There is something different about America. As soon as you cross the border, there's hills, there's mountains, there's this, there is something in the air that is just, it's tangible. There's a tangible difference. I don't know what it is, but I thought to myself, this is where we want to write a script. We want to be in this place. Like, I don't know what it is. It's kind of like an insecurity. Like, uh, uh, like there's this X factor. Like something, like right in those hills over there in Pennsylvania could be, totally could be a person who's going to take you and put you in their basement. And, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying bad things don't happen in Canada, but it doesn't seem, it doesn't feel like it gives off that vibe. Whereas I got that vibe straight away as soon as we crossed the border. It's just, it, it changes. Right. The landscape is different. Yes. Canada is flat. Ontario is flat. The moment you cross into the States, it's the hills start. It's, it's like, it's crazy. 
And so when we were first talking about the States, that's part of the reason I thought the States was so exciting. It's like, if you, if you, if you make something in this creative space, mm-hmm. where you feel like anything is possible, it might come through the work. Yeah. That electricity might come into the Well, room. next time. Oh, yeah. You can't write everything in the States, but it's just a, it's just a thought. I like it. It's cool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> we, um, part of the preparation, I suppose, was, uh, was a little bit of, uh, super fun time looking at all the different, uh, cottages. Um, at first we were thinking, drop the Wi-Fi, but I'm kind of glad we had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, it did, we actually did not internet very much, to be honest. No. Um, but we did watch three movies, so we did basically break late at night. Although, like, last night, we didn't it get to bed last like night. 3.30 in the morning yeah. or something, because that was dumb. The first night, too. Yeah. first night, too, was a 4 a.m. night. Yeah. Like, not a lot of sleep. No. Like, last night was five hours. Slept five hours last night. Yeah. 3.30 to 8. Oh, that's less. That's four and a half. You were up at, I was probably up at 8.30, but... Well, I, I couldn't. I couldn't let you do me today because <laughs> is that why you were so grumpy when I woke up yeah, and walked out? You were like, "This is bullshit." Yesterday morning, yesterday morning, I woke up at what time? Nine thirty or ten? Yeah. So I, mean, I slept in, <coughs> and Adrian was like, "I was about to bang on your door and wake you up." I was like, "He's like, what do you think? We're on vacation?" I was like, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think, I think. Um, yeah, night. So we left. We left Kitchener Waterloo Thursday at like six six thirty. Yep. <clears throat> and um, yeah, the interesting thing about this. So we, we we're not going to really talk about the story, but but it is it is called the Glade. Um, we did actually coming into the weekend. We were even up to to last week. We were deciding. Um, which script Which to do? Which script to do? Because yeah. we we have two that are kind of not they're not similar. They're they're completely different, but they're they're kind of built around single location. Yeah, they kind yeah. of have equivalent difficulties in mm-hmm. different areas and things like that. Um, but we just made the decision to go with with this kind of single location horror film uh, that yeah. we're calling The Glade. Yeah, we just, I, th- I think it was, the, and the, the deciding factor was which is the script that we would likely shoot next, or need next, mm-hmm. and this just felt like it was, now, after we've done it, I, th- I think they kind of s- fall into the same level, because we just... This one got a little bit bigger then. Got a little bit bigger than, uh, than we originally anticipated, yeah. but I think it needed to. Like, the way that where it landed is, I think, exactly where it should be. Yeah. So driving so Jay had this concept just just very a very basic. very basic concept like this happens and this happens and this happens and so with that we hopped in the car started driving three hour drive and we started talking through the movie and what's gonna happen and you know did we start we didn't start carding in the no in we didn't the, do any cards but we did just so that you guys know this is just a, a, a why um, why we, we did GoPro a lot this weekend. Like we we GoPro'd the whole drive here, 
we GoPro'd the whole day of doing the cards. We GoPro'd two sets of story time, Fable Forest Films trademark. Um, we GoPro'd almost a whole day. We took a couple breaks, but we GoPro'd almost an entire day of us sitting writing and yeah. just bantering and whatever. Um, so that, that, the writing GoPro videos are boring. Yeah, pro I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Those are gonna have to be super speed. Yeah, but it was interesting, right? And we we videotaped the whole thing. We kept dumping cards. Do you want a coffee? I totally do want a coffee. Okay. Um, yeah, we kept dumping the cards. So essentially, the idea is we um, are gonna have a lot of behind the scenes footage once we finally. Put it all together. Put it all together and, yeah. put, and put it on the, um, let's say, behind a, uh, or on the DVD or whatever. Some sort of special feature of some kind. Anyway. So, when we say, so basically what we did was we, um, we drove and we talked. And we talked the movie to death. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about all sorts of things that needed to happen you're yeah. just you're just talking about the movie and oh this should happen and oh that should happen then once we arrived at the cottage round about nine ten yeah no ten ten yeah it was a little bit it was a little we, we sort of brought everything in frantic laid everything out did we get into the beer straight put, away put some beers in the fridge I think so yeah we must have because uh, yeah no ways we wouldn't no we were we were beering pretty took, soon took a beer and then we started laying out when we talk about carding we're talking about laying out the whole movies on index cards and and the idea is you know you you, you you're trying to you you are putting one scene in front of the other but you're also trying to say okay look we don't need to, have to be formulaic or anything, but a movie generally is going to be between 70 minutes and 90 minutes or 120 minutes or whatever. So so what you do is we, we kind of build four long rows. And each row, if, if the movie was um, 90 minutes, then each row is... 25 minutes right or, or whatever because it'd be 25 minutes yeah 50 minutes 100 yeah, minutes so yeah. that's an hour and 40 minutes if it was two hours long then each row would essentially take you're breaking up minutes. the movie into quarters right so that so that you can kind of think in your mind like if I write these scenes and by this point on the line they've done this particular thing you can kind of say to yourself okay that happens at about 10 minutes into the movie okay that feels right yeah based on the movies you watch based on the the things that you do okay this is happening by you know minute 50 and then it's like action 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 until the end you know whatever yeah. so you can kind of get a sense of like where everything lands yeah absolutely and and also you get you get a now this is a very po common it's a very common process that totally. people people uh, use, but like you also get a, a visual map of your of your story or your script, like in one just by looking at a single area. You can see, you know, if you have a card that's if you in different colors, you put the cards where people die. You know that those are happening at certain points in the movies. You can make sure that there's a bit of spacing in between those, mm -hmm. unless you particularly want two people to die, bang bang, you know. 
but it, it really helps with pacing and you see where big moments come and then you can also design where other emotional moments would happen because we had we had sort of horror things that were happening mm -hmm. but we also had emotional beats that was kind of like our B storyline which was around the family unit and so we also wanted to know like when is the family unit gonna don't forget the family unit needs to talk a little bit about because they're talking about horror stuff the whole time like oh this is horrific but I also hate you and we need to because that's also what the story is about like how could you have done that to me and so those little pieces they need to come in at different points and be spread out through the movie until your big explosion scene where everybody has a fight and blows up because you know that that's going to be yeah over here you know what i mean so what i can't quite remember was it just exhaustion that stopped us thursday night like we were just like the fact that it was 3 a.m no because we watched cabin in the woods Oh, yeah, I think it was just that it was go, go, go all day. We, we, I feel like there are natural breaks mm -hmm. in the process of moving forward. You're like, okay, we kind of got to the cards. We're going to have to refine them, but we got to the end we, of them. We, yeah, we did. We did kind of have the whole movie out, Yeah, but it wasn't enough. Not even close. Well, it no, might, I suppose. No, it might, it might totally be enough. Yeah. It, it's just, so, and, and we'll... We'll explain as we get on mm -hmm. about so, the length of things. So day two. Yeah, yeah, totally. So day two, Friday morning. Yeah. So we con we just continue carding. Continue right. spreading things out, making them bigger. And as we talked, what we would do is, we at first we would have like broad points on the card. So it would just say this, right? But then as we talked more and more and more, we'd be looking at the card and we'd make little notes on the card about... Mm -hmm. Break, filling in the scenes a little bit more. I remember there was a time when you actually sat down and you took all the cards and you rewrote them a slightly different way. Right? Just like, because the thing is, on a card you're like, oh, in this scene, this should totally happen. But when you're gonna, if you're gonna read the cards back to each other to run through the story, you kind of need the card to have the correct order of events. Right. So I was just like taking the mushy cards and turning them into a more structured card yeah. and in fact I would have loved to have done that again yeah because we ran through it again and I would love to have taken those cards and just you know made them really clean and clear and this is exactly what are the things that are gonna happen in the scene okay just just one second we're just gonna order here Pause. good morning how am I take the order for you Hi, can I get a large coffee, three milk, and a large with milk and sugar? Three milk and milk and sugar. Anything else? That's it. Perfect. Come on up. Four dollars. Thank you. So, um, let's just, let's get out of here. I think it's fine. Fine. Just saying. It's interesting. We're getting coffee. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to give my pin number. I'm just gonna tap. Boop. <laughs> Beep, boop. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, the first what? day, the first day, we we carded as much as we could. We got to a certain point, drank a beer, watched the movie. Cabin in the Woods. What do you think about Cabin in the Woods? Quickly. So interesting. Didn't have any idea what I was getting into. I honestly thought it was a traditional horror Cabin movie. in the Woods horror movie, and I was pleasantly surprised at how slapstick funny it was and how crazy and it was like cabin also, fever meets office space how super meta it was yeah yeah it was weird 
It's a great movie. So on Friday though, hold on, we're just gonna pay for these coffees. Oh, let's, let's use the new, there's the new Tolkien's card. There we go. There you go, there's my little card. Beep boop. So, let me just get back on the street here. Um, so yeah, we carted all through Friday. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, oh no, you know what else we did? Friday morning we did toot into town for a sweet ass breakfast. <laughs> what was the name He's of the place? He's really stretching the sweet ass, but it was called <laughs> Angie and Dana's. Angie and Dana's and we got in. Breakfast and it's two dudes two two, oh, two guys and uh we were like hey we, it was funny we've made kind of a i don't know error but um we were like hey do you guys have breakfast here and the guy looked at us like i don't know and basically was like hold on and goes into the back to talk to like the cook and was like can we do breakfast and the guy's like i can try and i'm like we were like this is what this is terrible and he comes out and he's like, what, what do you guys think? Like eggs, bacon, toast? We're like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we can do that. I'm like, okay. okay. Well, we're staying here then. Yeah. So it was it was pretty funny. And yeah. uh, anyway, so we went into breakfast and, and whatever and then came back. But um, uh, after the day of carding, after we felt pretty good about so the that order was, of things. And it was an all day thing. Yeah, like, I like think we went all day, carding, yeah. expanding, carding, writing, rewriting. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, because what we had decided to do was do story time twice. I remember talking in the afternoon, and we were like, "I'll go first. Mm -hmm. We will then we will." fix the cards and yeah. then you'll go and we'll fix the cards again and then tomorrow we're going to start writing that was the yeah. idea um, but we didn't get we didn't even get that far so we did do story time with me so essentially at the end of Friday we had the whole movie plotted out and what we did was we turned on the um, audio recorder and the GoPro and I tried to essentially recite or tell the movie based off of the cards. Mm -hmm. um, so you try to do a little bit of action, you try to throw, throw a piece in some of dialogue, dialogue there. If you can. Yeah. You totally try and let the movie happen in your mind. Yeah. And it was it was rough. When when, yeah, when I did it was it, pretty bumpy, yeah. Yeah, we found a couple we could, spots. And you're stopping. You're like, hang on, this doesn't work. Right. And now you gotta sort this problem out. You're right. like, well he can't do this because the, because this is the reality for the characters and he would never do that. Right. Which for me is one of the greatest sins of any kind of film or any kind of story. It's if a character does a thing that the character would never have done. Right. If they were actually in that situation. Right. It is totally the go down the stairs into the dark basement 
when that's not what they would do. Right. Uh, or like, you know, just like, I can't even think of an example right now. <laughs> it just makes me mad. Well, I'm gonna, we, we will talk about movie number two in a minute, but, so anyways, we did that, and I, and I think that was actually, even though it was bumpy, and even though I was shit at it, no, it, I was th- it was a very important piece because we did find a couple big holes yeah. and we stopped and we kind of tried to figure out how we would work them and we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was actually really good. So then we were like, okay, by the time that was done, we shut it down for the night yeah. and we watched The Ritual. Um, yes. What did you think of The Ritual? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really, the performances were just awesome. Yeah, very natural. So natural, and it, it is a testament to English acting, and a way that they that these people had refined and worked the dialogue in such a way that it didn't feel like they were saying lines. Like it just, like yeah. So often you can tell that somebody is acting, and even when they are acting well, you know that they're acting. These guys are just these four guys. I just felt like they were the guys. Yeah, they were so good. Anyway, I loved the movie. And in the ritual, there was just one moment where it got on my nerves a little bit where they're like, let's go down this pathway. <laughs> that wasn't here yesterday. Yeah. This is a pathway. Let's go. And and you see, the thing is, and this is my pet peeve, is because I get it. These guys need to go down the pathway. Right. They do. That's how your movie needs to progress. But when you're designing the story... You need to make it so that it's the only viable option. So that when the guy says, no, let's just let's just go back the way we came because we nearly died last night and I actually have puncture wounds in my chest. So we should f- just fucking get out of the forest the way we came. Um, and, and the guy's like, no, no, this random path that has just appeared magically overnight because of a giant creature that ran through the woods that wasn't here yesterday, let's just walk down here into the unknown. And you're like, I get that they have to walk into the unknown, but you've got to take the other option away I properly. Mean, to be fair to that guy, it was dark and raining when they arrived. Anywho, I love the part where they ask, they tell the guy to go up the stairs. Yeah. Love seems powerful. I don't know what... Oh, oh look at that. Um... They make the guy go upstairs, and they're like, do you want me to come with you? And he's like, no. <laughs> he stomps upstairs and freaks out. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so we watched the ritual, and we did get to sleep, if I recall correctly, a little bit earlier, maybe midnight or 1230. Yeah. Is this on the Friday? Yeah, Friday night, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One. I'm not sure. But it, Because it, the we first night, we got to bed at about four. three or four. Yeah. Yeah. So night two, it was a little bit earlier. So then... More reasonable, yeah. Yeah, more reasonable. So Saturday... We kicked things off. Saturday was yesterday was going to be the big, um, the big writing day. But we did yeah. need to do story time again. This time it was your turn. Yeah. So. So um, now with the refined cards. Yeah. We and dove the smell, in and the smell of bacon in the air. And the smell of bacon. We I, I kicked off my story time. So I just once again I'm just based, and I'm telling Jason the movie is right. what I'm doing. So that, and because it's weird when you when you vocalize your story, you seem to find you seem you seem to 
hear it in a different way and things that don't make sense pop out at you more. Well, because you can write, you can write a word or two on a card and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. yeah that, oh, that thing totally happens. But when you, you're right, when you have to speak it out loud it's and you like have a to different explain, part of your brain or something. Totally. It's like you see it in your mind in a different way than when you're writing it or whatever it is. It's the same when you hear dialogue. When you write it, it seems fine. When you hear it, you're like, that is terrible. And when you like, hear, wrote that and when garbage? you hear other people speak it, you're like, uh-oh, oops. And, and it's weird, but when you do hear that, you're able to like find the right way to say the thing you're trying to say, but it does take some time to get there. Totally. So hearing it out loud is sort of a very important part of the process for us. And so after I did sort of story time, we kind of jotted down more stuff on some cards. But it felt good. It felt like a flowing movie. Yeah, it did. It 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 did feel. Yeah, it felt good. I was still worried. I was worried because I wanted to refine the cards again. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But we were running out of time. So let me touch just quickly before we get Ticking into writing. Clock. We talked about reading things out loud, and I will say that a proofreading rule of thumb is with when, anything with anything anything script essay email even if you really wanted to text man I love you love you read it out loud but read it out loud read your actual words that. and don't just skim because when you read the words out loud you will find grammatical problems and you're like whoops you'll you'll find that you put an s on the end of a word or you're mm. missing an s when you're it should be plural or whatever and i know it seems dumb but like you know, uh, I would proofread stuff for Connor that he was going to send in, and I'm like, man, if you read this out loud, I'm like, try reading it out loud. He'd be like, oops, you you have to do it. You have to do it because otherwise, when you give something to someone to read, um, you know, hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to raise money for this, or hey, I'm trying to get you excited to be in it, or whatever. Um, if they read it and there's weird little grammar problems, it just They'll find them and you won't. Yeah. It's yucky. And it's, it, it feels yucky. Yes, totally. And um, so you, you, you need to have, you need to not have spelling errors totally. in your script by the end. I right feel, now, I we like only have spelling errors. Yeah, I feel like the road might be getting louder. I'm not sure. On the, on the audio. Yeah. Like this road seems louder. Maybe it's the speed. I'm not sure. But hopefully you guys can still hear us. I will try to raise the volume. Yeah. It could be tough. But anyways. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. But this is what it is. What it is. What it is. Because the truth is that... Do you know what? We're not always in the studio. We are out doing things, okay? And for us to bring you along means that sometimes you're going to be a GoPro. Okay? So back off. Get off our back. <laughs> wow. Really being, that was harsh, you're really eh? being aggressive that with was our harsh. audience. Yeah, yeah, man. Fucking relax. Just chill. <laughs> um, so okay. then, so then, we started at midday. We turned to each other. We were like, we have to start writing now. Because we knew that we needed to leave at 11 today. Today. And we had not written a word. We had not typed a word. We had not typed a word. W H O R D word. I had uh, I was listening to. Um, do you do you know how to pronounce the the guy that wrote Fight Club? Was Chuck uh, Kapunik. 
Chukchilnik. Anyways, I was listening to a podcast with him and uh, Joe Rogan. It was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he was saying, because Joe Rogan was just asking about his process and, you know, if he sits around um, writing all the time. And he was talking about the fact that he doesn't, he doesn't consider typing to be writing. He was like, this is writing. When I walk around on the streets and I come up with ideas and I sit around and I... I write cue cards and I make notes in my notebooks and all that kind of stuff. He's like, that's writing. Yeah. Because I, re- I reserve the typing, boring typing aspect until I'm like locked on an airplane or sitting in an airport waiting or something like that. Totally. But he's like, um, I do as much as I can before I get Palatnik. to the typing. The typing face. I think his name is Palatnik. Cool. Anyways, great guy. Palatnik. Really good interview with Joe Rogan. Um, so, yes, and the, the thing is, in a lot of the podcasts that I've listened to on screenwriting and creating, people talk about putting off the writing process as long as possible. Like, you almost want to have the whole movie clearly playing in your head so that the typing is really the byproduct of the story. Right. You're not coming up with the story as you write. And I know a lot of people are like, but that's the fun part. But the thing is, you just if you do that, you are likely to make it to make it good. You're gonna have to write it another four times, and you think you're gonna be doing story discovery the next four times you have to write it. But let's say I'm gonna make it more realistic. I'm gonna say you're gonna write it another seven times to make it good. But if you do enough of the work beforehand in your brain muscle, you fix all the problems in your brain muscle. You don't have to run a whole draft of typing. Right in order to fix it because you fixed most of the problems. So now you're doing half as many drafts yeah. to, to make something that is good, that is solid, that is well-rounded. It doesn't have scraggly little bits of string dangling everywhere. I think in our case, we probably could have continued, continued, continued carding, totally. but we also kind of made a commitment to trying to come away with something. A finished thing. A finished thing. Yeah. So we knew we had to, it was time that we had to, to kick off the writing. So how did you feel about the way we actually wrote everything? Very interesting. Yeah. It was it was fun because we split the scenes up and we did we, we wrote the movie chronologically. But I would take one scene or and not even necessarily one scene, because sometimes one there sequence. were there was a there was a couple scenes stuck together and the sequences really needed to be one person. Right. And so I would take one scene or one sequence, Jay would take the next one, and then we would kind of hopscotch. We did not, a lot of people, a lot of people that write together send scenes back and forth, and we did not do that. Explain what you mean. So just like I would write a scene, I would send it to you, you would go through and make sure that it's got everything that's in your brain with regards to that scene and that movie. And then you would send it back to me and I would make sure that it, like one of us is in charge of like the, I suppose, making sure that the whole script is has continuity. Right. It's, it looks like it was written by a single unit. Right. As opposed to two different guys. Right. Um, and so, yeah, and we did not, we didn't get to that stage, but we hopscotched all the way until, and we did not stop, which, um, and of course you're taking breaks. You write, you write four pages you're like, and you're like, let me just stand up and walk around a little bit, grab a coffee, grab a beer, yeah. you know, get a breath of fresh air. But like, we just hopscotched until 2 a.m. 
now I'll, I'll talk quickly about um, like we literally did not leave the house the, co the, the cottage no we just wrote yeah break Saturday wrote we didn't break. leave anywhere we break and we did uh, Adrian used uh, final draft on his MacBook Pro yeah I used uh, an app called Amazon Story Writer um, because I, I have a Chromebook so I've been looking for an app or something where I can do my work offline when I'm not connected to Wi-Fi because the thing about a Chromebook is the majority of everything that you have to do is when you're connected to the internet um, and I didn't want to just write it in Google Docs so I did find Amazon Story Writer you can get it as an app for the Chromebook and so what I was able to do was he would he I was kind of the curator in this particular run so he would write in final draft he would save his file to our shared Google Drive I would import his new scenes um, and then plunk them into the appropriate spots in the script that I was writing um, and the flow seemed to work pretty well right and I would keep I would keep uh, us aware of like how many pages we were at etc etc um, but end of the night, Amazon StoryWriter does say that you can export back to Final Draft, and what we learned this morning is there's some weird formatting problems. So I'm I am going to contact Amazon and let them know. Naughty, naughty. They, I'm sure they won't do anything, but the thing is, if you say that you can export as a Final Draft, then when a person imports it into Final Draft, the formatting can't be fucked up. It can't have like, little bugs. Right. So anyways, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that. So... I think that we actually have enough story. So we were worried at one stage as we were writing, we're like, well, we're going to be super short. Right. Because as we're going and we're writing the scenes, we're like, man, we are halfway through the movie and we're only at 35 pages. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, or we were halfway through the movie and we we're only at 25 pages. So we were worried that we'd come in even under 60 pages. Totally. Yeah. So, um, but. In the way that we were writing really fast, a lot of the scenes are very condensed, and we did end up at 65 pages. 60. We did end up at 60 pages. So, with that, with some fleshing, with because there were things that we missed, and we're, we're like, oh, we really need to have this scene in there. Right. So there are some scenes that need to be placed in there, but I think we could probably get the script to like 80 pages, and I think that's a good length. Yeah, I totally. think it's good. If we if we get it up to seventy between seventy five and eighty pages, I'll be I'll be happy. Well, the other thing too is that we do. I write, think it might even be more than that. Actually, we do write differently. Totally. So another thing that kind of and I I did kind of know this, but I'm just not that great at it right now. But Adrian showed me kind of how he will break up a, a little bit of a larger paragraph into specific lines because you're trying to make it so that one page equals a minute of screen time is, yeah. is generally the general rule so instead of having like a block like this that in theory would take up a minute or whatever if the pieces take a little bit longer you're trying to yeah and make it flow properly and and one paragraph i mean it's it's just tough. Like, I hate paragraphs. When I see a big fat paragraph, I'm like, ugh. Right. So, like, 
I want you to understand what I want you to see in this moment. Right. So, boom, she's walking in the woods. Now, when you do like a compound sentence where you got a whole bunch of different pieces, yeah. these are different, like these might be different shots. You know what I mean? And yeah. if it's a different shot and if it's supposed to be a slow scene, well then you make this piece of information a new line. Right. Because, and also that allows people to fly through the script when they're reading it. It just makes it the whole experience better. When you fly through, a, when you're reading a script and you just sort of float through the script in the same speed that you would float through a movie, totally. now you're winning. Oh yeah, I did, by the way, there was a moment was it Friday? Was it Saturday morning that I read the first forty pages of It Follows? Yeah, it was the first morning. The f oh, the first morning. Okay. Uh, or was it no, before? It was I, before, it, we before we started, started writing. writing. Yeah. yeah. So that was another thing too. We wanted to just get a sense of how a good, solid script flowed a little bit. Yeah. Just just read somebody else's work. So that was another piece of the puzzle that we uh, we jumped into. Um, I will say. We took a look at the script for A Quiet Place, mm -hmm. and it was cool. Interesting, hey? Yeah, it was very different from the way, when you, if you go online and you start reading a bunch of different scripts, and, and I, you know, I do think that someday on our website, we're going to put links to scripts that we find, because there's tons of scripts that you can lots read out there, there's so many resources, yeah. and it'd be cool if we could, you know, link to or share other people's resources and things like yeah. that. And you've read tons of scripts. I've read many scripts. But the Quiet Place script, or A Quiet Place, was really different than I'm used to. It had pictures, had a page with just one word on it, or a couple words. Yeah. It was very strange and, and Drama. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they just, they just did what it... It seemed like they did whatever they wanted to make you see the movie in your mind. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, usually... Usually, people reserve that right for um, directors, wow. writer-directors, yeah. who who are going to be making their own movie. And they generally say, everybody else needs to follow the, the structure. Right. But these guys didn't. And they made you see the movie in your mind. Yeah. Um, and it worked. I would really... That Quiet Place is amazing. I would really try, like to try to... Uh, Hunt that one down, man. There's some crazy people on the street, on this road today. A bit of weaving, yeah. A little bit of weaving. Um, yeah, yeah. There was a moment on Thursday night where we had two weaving transport trucks, and uh, I'm not going to tell you how fast I had to get the car up to to get past these two trucks. But Jason hates weaving trucks. If the truck's moving along the road like this, he's like, "Oh my word!" That's like one of his fears. So when yeah, there were two of them, and they were kind die. of like, they were kind of like, you're like, I don't know, these guys are either exhausted, yeah, or they're totally on their phones, right? Something is happening right now, and there's two of them, and the one overtook the other, and kind of blah blah blah, and Jason was like, I'm getting past these trucks as quickly as my car will get me. Yeah, yeah you had to. I, I like to be a safe driver. Mm -hmm. I do. And uh, getting I like squashed give, by a truck is not part of the master plan. Negative. I like to give people space to do stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, but at the same time, if the trucks are going slow and they're weaving, you got to get past them. Yeah. Um, anyways, I would like to find that script and put it in the show notes somehow, so that if if you're interested, 
jump over to the show notes at firstframesfirst.com, um, episode 57. I will put a link in there. Um, because it's cool. It's just a cool it's one. It's really read. interesting. And I've heard other people talk about it because it, it breaks so many rules of writing scripts. And I, you know what I will do too? I will post the link to It Follows as well. So yeah. you can take a look at, because It Follows is a really cool script also. Um, and so you can just take a look at the difference. One really follows the format, but it's still excellent. And then one kind of breaks the, the normal conventions. Yeah. So. And, well, The Quiet Place is interesting because so much of the movie is silent that yeah. I suppose you have more room in the script. You're like, I mean, the script is only 67 pages long. Yeah. And because there's no talking, the script could, like, it's sort of like, where's Wally? Like, the thing that takes up a lot of room in scripts is dialogue. So when people are not talking, you've just got action. You got lots of room to put three words on an entire page. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, well, our page, our script could be 40 pages of action, or we could break it up with pictures because we don't have dialogue to break it up. So we're building the world. We're building the world in your mind. Because that is the job of the script. What's the job in the script? To allow people to see your movie in their mind. Yeah. So this morning, we, got, we had to pack everything up. And uh, and we did a little bit of packing last night, and we watched 1922, Stephen King's adaptation with Thomas Jane. What did you think? So <clears throat> it was okay. It was I, I I liked it, but I read or I actually listened to 1922 uh, in audiobook format on a car, long car ride with Connor years ago. Like, and okay. for, for me, I 
just I, I love watching movies that uh, now I don't know that what, are fun and that I love and I, make me feel good. yeah I don't know what our audience can see in this GoPro however we're about to pass just a wonderful car here you might not be able to see because the shininess of it all might there we go is that guy purple chrome that was awesome Carly covered Lexus yep um, so what what's what's next for we've got a couple hours car ride home um, I think I think that we should get you to just roll through the script and feel the flow maybe start maybe just start fixing some of my stuff just popping it into the right places and by virtue of, of doing that we're gonna extend the script a little just spend yeah, some yeah, time yeah. with it yeah um, but we're probably in the neighborhood of 65 to 75 pages, which is a pretty decent... We, we have a couple more notes of things that we want to add, yeah. so we'll probably find the appropriate moments to get that stuff in there, but... And we need to do one single solid continuity run. Right. Where we run through the whole script, make it all uniform. Right. All a single unit, and then I think we will have something that people can read. So we're probably, we shouldn't, so the other thing too is, I think we should try to commit, so this podcast is going to come out on Wednesday, I think we should try to commit to that continuity run, adding the stuff before the next next podcast. Because the thing is that you got to, and it's like this with a lot of things, while the ball's rolling, get it to the place you need it to be, because you're like, I'll come back to it. And often, well, you never fucking come back to it. The thing is, truth be told, we are busy. Yeah. We have lots of stuff on the go. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I, I know we had our moments of like, we were unsure, there was some tension, I think, not, not, not between us, but like, last night we weren't sure if we were going to have enough. Because there were some moments where we were like, fuck man, we're only at... 35 pages and I'm looking back at the table because what we would do is we'd each take the cards and as we completed them we'd number them we'd set them in a pile or whatever so kind of as the day went on the long day you're looking at the table and the layout of the cards and you're seeing less and less of the movie left that you have to write but we were looking at how much we'd already written and a couple times we were like I don't know I we, we might be missing something big like a couple times we sat out outside and just talked about like do we need another storyline another storyline or does the movie is the, is the end of the movie not the end it's the midpoint right but I, I think that was that again that was error I think we're good we, we and and that is actually great because we did tell of one complete story yeah um, so I just want to say I am I'm happy and I'm proud like it, two, two, two days. The one thing I did mention to you was, um, and I'll try to wrap this up quickly, but I always thought it was bullshit when you would hear people say things like, Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky in three days. Or this guy, you know, you hear you hear this writer guy say, oh yeah, I, use, I write a script every couple weeks. Or, yeah, no, if I, once I get the idea, it only takes me like a week to knock, knock out that script. And I've always felt like that's crazy because the way 
I've always been involved with any other script is, like you mentioned before, a half hour, 10 minutes a day, a half hour a day, a couple times a week, or whatever and it takes you, three or four months or five months to get something solid, right? Whereas, I suppose, if there's a producer out there or a production company and they're like, when can we expect this new version of the script? I expect it in two or three weeks or something like that. They're thinking you're going to lock yourself in a room, and this is going to be your, this is going to be your full time your job. full time job. You don't have kids. Yeah. You're going to crush through this thing, and you should be able to do it in a week or two because that's what I've seen a thousand other people do it or whatever, right? And so I've always thought that that was bullshit, but I did really like what we did. I, I'm proud. Yeah, I am happy we did it. I wish I, we had brought a giant printer. Yeah. If we had brought a giant printer to the cabin, we would actually have a printed out version today, I think. No. For fun. I would have. Okay. For I would have just for I would have just days. wasted the ink and paper. Just I would have been like I would, print, I would have printed it out last night. Just for a photo. Um, yeah, I I wanted to get further. I wanted to be at the end of the continuity run. Yeah. Now. I wanted to be driving back or I wanted to be driving back with something that someone could read yes and so for me we didn't quite get there mm-hmm. get where we needed to go um well, but we did really well i think like you we, should start a lot of a debbie downer we we made a lot of headway we like a lot of headway and um it was hard it was, it hard. was exhausting yeah this was i'm gonna sleep after going and like burning my brain muscle. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to get up at 5 a.m. No, I mean, I'll go to bed early. But yes, I will have to get up at 5.30. Not, but, um, not this cat. Not this guy. <laughs> but it was a lot of brain work. You are thinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Is this the right line for the scene? Is this the right line for this character? Is this the right scene? We need to hurry up. Is this the right thing? Is this the right arc for the scene? Where should the scene end? And you are building this puzzle, which is exactly what a story is, constantly. So your brain is, it cooks. And it, it's awesome. Anyways, I guys, can't wait to do it again. Yeah, this, this was exciting. It was a very cool process, in, all in all. In six months or something. Yeah. Yeah. In the wintertime. Oh. Something to think about. I will say, though, we didn't get the opportunity to have a fire was near and dear to my heart because it was cold and rainy and it snowed Mm. anyways okay so guys uh thanks so much for watching slash listening and uh we'll chat to you again soon dream big work hard christ did we ever thanks for watching first frames first yes first frames first thank you jason welcome If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.